is so beautiful. Holy shit. They're like fancy art food. Yeah. Turn this one. Like that. <laughs> oh, it's crumbly. Ooh. Oh, girl. Yeah, I don't know. I had other macarons also. I got like a small box also of just like four that I ate the other day Ooh. that were more traditional looking. Yeah. Um, but one of them had a hair in it. No! Yeah! Oh, it was shit. real disappointing. And I got it at the airport, too, so it was, like, it seemed manufactured. God damn it. You know? So, oh, good. There, I love a little guide. Mm. <gasps> Lychee rose. Ooh, fancy. Fleur de sel? It just says fleur de sel again. Hmm. That must be a certain flavor. Oh, one is I mean, flavored flower. nature. <laughs> it just says, oh no. Nature. <laughs> uh huh. Welcome to France. Nature. <laughs> Put it in your face mouth. Oh my God. Marron glace. I don't know what that means either. It's funny, like, the English is underneath, mm -hmm. but then, like, these two just say the same things. So there must not be, like, a... Fleur de sel is a salt that forms as a thin or delicate crust on the surface of seawater as it evaporates. Okay, so it's, like, sea salt. Like, sea salt? Yeah. What's your sea salt? Marron glacé. That is... Although I don't know that we have that one. Uh, a confection originating in southern France and northern Italy consisting of chestnut shaped or chestnut candied in sugar syrup and glazed. So okay. Chestnut. Chestnuts. See, because there's three with sprinkles and we only have two with sprinkles. Mm. So that one's either creme brulee or moron glace. Mm. Interesting. Wow. But we have two green ones. Uh oh. Maybe we have two almond. Maybe. Maybe they messed up. When they were packaging I it. I really like that one. It was nature flavor. Like, what does that mean? Is it dirt? Is it dirt? Is it? I don't know. Lychee rose. Should we get a knife and, like, cut them all in half and yeah. sample them? Okay. I went to France and Italy and Monaco. Very fancy. Okay. Okay. I want to try lychee rose. That's okay. the pink one. The pink one. Pink. Yum. Don't cut your hand. I'll be so mad. These are crunchy. Ooh. They've also been in my fridge for like a week. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or not quite a week. Well, yeah. So they're not as fresh as they might have been. Wow. Look, it's like chocolate on the inside. Yum. Yeah. It's a lot more filling than... I mean, maybe these are supposed to be more on like the chocolate side than on the pastry mm -hmm. side, you this know? It's like a candy coating. I'm not up for that floral chocolate. Oh, I got... Well, then that it is yours. It doesn't taste like, I don't know, rose. I mm -mm. guess I don't know what lychee really tastes like. Mm. Fruit? Yeah, it's just like fruity. Mm. Mm. Yeah, not for you because it's chocolate. Okay, now I think we have to figure out what nature tastes like. Mm -hmm. Nature. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Tastes like nature. Maybe they're all just like chocolate. Yeah, I think they are. I think it's like a chocolate. Mm -hmm. You want this? I can't say that I'm getting much of anything. 
Hey, it's us. <laughs> it's, it's us, the chocolate pod. Chalk pod. The chalk pod where chalk, we're chalk, caffeine chocolate. fiends and we just can't even. And it's and we solve mysteries, but we haven't solved them yet. No. Um, <laughs> we're in the process of solving mysteries. And we wear new shoes and we travel internationally and bring yeah. back gifts. Yes. Lots of international travel in my life this past couple weeks. Yeah. The one making this noise Ooh. is Bethany because I have it's ice a, in my drink. It's a good noise, though. It is. kind of like, mm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to trick my body into thinking that really cold LaCroix is the same as something caffeinated. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Thank you. Need more chocolate. <laughs> Maybe that'll. Yeah. Um, some, there's a coffee flavored one. I think it's the light ooh, brown. Okay. Coffee. I'm also inhaling this like beautiful olive oil soap that Katie brought back. And the, the donkeys made. The donkeys milled it. They they made the soap with their own little hooves. <laughs> and then they put their ear in it to listen. Um, and then it is sitting in this beautiful olive oil. Nope. Olive branch. Yeah. Tree, olive wood. Yeah. Olive tree. Kind wood of dish. dish. Um, Which you don't have to use for the soap. I just kind of got both. Well, I, I heard it's the rule that you have to. Because <laughs> it doesn't really fit in it the right way. <laughs> no, it's nice, though. And, like, soap I just, breaks I down. I liked that little dish because it had, like, the little the notches. notches. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Katie brought back macarons. Um, yes. Or some sort of chocolate Like aversion. a candy coating shell. Yeah, it's kind of like the macaron shell, but then they like scooped it out and filled it with chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's not you like don't really cookies, get the, really. Yeah, you don't get that soft, yummy cookie bit. Katie brought in the packages that were on my doorstep, which is <laughs> kind. Thank you. Um, I got new shoes. Doc Martens had an end of season clearance, and I got nice. some stuff from Airy, but I haven't tried those on yet because mm-hmm. that takes a while, mm-hmm. you know. Um, tell us about your trip, or did you already tell the pod? Um, I didn't, but, yeah, I went on a trip. My husband won a trip through work. Yeah! Um, to go on this yacht cruise. It was very fancy. Um, it was very much what I expected it to be. (laughs) Okay. So, like, rich white people, mostly. Although it was more international than I was thinking. Okay. There were, you know, it was... Not just Americans. No, it was rich white people from other countries as well. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Way to diversify yacht crews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was fun. Like, uh, there was good food and nice. fun activities and stuff. And we got to go to pretty places. I was... Um, I did find out that I get uh, boat sick. Seasick. Seasick. Oh, no. So I was ill for, well, I just felt ill. Like, I don't think I threw up at all. It was just feeling sick pretty much the whole week. Oh, no. Off and on, which wasn't fun. But when I was on land, it was fine. Yeah. Um, Did a lot of walking, Mm -hmm. going up into, like, old castle places and stuff. Yeah. I wish I would have sent you with my... Gingins, those are like the little oh, ginger cheese, yeah. and they that would have been good. Are so good for when you like you're like I don't want to take Dramamine because I'd like mm-hmm. to be awake, but this sickness is yeah. Yeah, I I mean I took 
they had a medicine on the ship that they gave me and that it didn't make me drowsy. So I don't entirely know what it was. That's nice. Um, I don't, don't feel like it totally <laughs> cleared every, really it didn't everything. really work that much. And then I did get another one when those ran out. I got some at a French pharmacy. Ooh. <clears throat> called Mercalm. Mercalm. Uh, Mercalm. Which Mercalm? Yeah, <laughs> you, is that the no. French way to say it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This <laughs> is beautiful. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Romance language. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I took some of that too, and I, I mean, it, I think it helped sometimes. Yeah, I just you know I'd start to feel ill usually in the evenings, and then I was like, oh well, now I have to stop drinking the wine that I've been oh. drinking all day. <laughs> Dang it. Because there's so much wine. Yeah. We posted a picture um, from Katie's, the yacht that she was on, of the six liter bottle of rosé. It was huge. It was always out during during breakfast, or not breakfast, during lunch. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we apologize. This episode is coming to you a little late, um, but Katie was international. Yes. while you were climbing cliffs and doing lots of shopping and yeah, seeing beautiful, beautiful sculpture gardens. Cool, so cool. That's awesome. That was like the best part was all the sculptures everywhere. I feel like that's such a challenge to create something that will not just sustain outside, but also like could yeah. really flourish in the elements. Like yeah, there. So we went to the sculpture garden was in Portofino, mm-hmm. Italy. Um, and there were other places with sculptures, but that place in particular, you had to pay to get in. It was like five euros. Um, and it was kind of overgrown and it winded up the side of the cliff. So it was Ooh. like you'd walk up these little stairs and then there's more sculptures over here. And then you'd walk up over here and there's more. And it was cool. really spread out. There were like these little lizards that were Ooh. inhabiting this garden. So I kept seeing little lizards floating everywhere. It was so cute. Oh, loved it. The animals, oh, you know, uh, donkeys. They, other than the donkeys, the donkeys were really excited to get <laughs> to get pet. Yeah. I did pet a donkey. Yay! That made olive oil. Um, in Corsica, they they really liked to be pet, but there weren't a lot of other wild animals that wanted anything to do with me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> there was, you know, like street cats many different places yeah. that I was very excited about, but they weren't super excited about me. The lizards didn't want to be caught. <laughs> I tried. There were airport birds in multiple airports. <laughs> that also... I always wonder about those. Like, how did you get you, in? Do you just live here now? I feel like yeah. maybe they just live there. Is it like the they... second generation? Like, have yeah. they laid their eggs somewhere in the airport? And I'm then... sure there's plenty of food. And there are dogs that they hire to, like, scare them off the runway oh. in some places. <laughs> the dogs are like, whoa! <laughs> this is my favorite! <laughs> um, our podcaster Jada really missed Katie. Um, yeah. She got a big greeting when she came in. Mm-hmm. Also, Katie was holding hot food when I she was came holding in, so food, so. That's maybe part of but, it. But, you know, it was more me than the food, right? It really was. And yeah. also, I got this really cool um, Italy car pin like a hard enamel pin it's really cute it's like the colors of the italian flag and gold and it looks like it's driving i've got it on my vintage uh inauguration sweatshirt clinton gore yeah (laughs) and it's like 
it's got like no pocket, no hood, you know, that kind of sweater. But yeah. the gold on it is still sparkly, even yeah. though it's from 92, I think. Must have just not been worn very much after. 93. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I saw it on a vintage <laughs> site and it, I was like, I need that. It's and fun. Andrew bought it for my birthday, which was Aww. sweet. So that was a while ago. But, but yeah. you get to wear it now. I just feel like I'm decked out yeah. in cool stuff. Decked out in the shimmery and yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And Katie's got a, a mermaid shirt on. Yeah, that I got in Porto Venere. Porto Venere. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> our, uh, our South African uh, cruise director guy. I think he pronounced it multiple different ways. Sure. So it's like. Not entirely sure. And they sometimes have a like an English accent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, like a. I mean, it's a South African accent. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds yes. a lot like the English yeah, people that took like, over the land there. Yeah, it sounds similar <laughs> to British or Australian, like kind of a bridge between. Yeah. Um, from a cool artist that I found there that had her own little like souvenir shop but also she sold her art and stuff which was really cool nice and she has an etsy so i'll have to find that yeah we'll talk about her when we post she's great um so it's been a while since we sat down to Mm -hmm. pod we tried 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 to get ahead before (laughs) we went off uh to various slightly ahead yeah it didn't work out like that so thanks for being patient and um i think we should jump in. You ready? Yeah. Maybe okay. we should now. <laughs> um, okay. So we're season two, episode five. Bring um, the pain. Oh, my God. It's so dramatic. By Method Man. Oh, do oh. we say what this is? Hmm? Shades of Grey's A Dark and Twisty <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Shades of Grey's A Dark and Twisty Podcast. I am Katie. And I am Bethany. Sorry. <laughs> we just, listen, if you are one we got of those ahead people of that, like, clicks randomly on stuff, that'd be really weird. But uh, if you are you, then be you. Yeah. And um, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let us know how you found us, but um, it was probably Instagram. Yeah. Totes. <laughs> Maybe or you, you just know us. try to Google. Or you met us at a... At a um, music festival and we oh, told you oh that's listen. true we did some tell some people at a music festival I told somebody at a tea shop in Madison mm-hmm. uh, it's you know marketing we're really good at it we're so good at it oh my god self promotion is Katie's <laughs> favorite thing self promotion is my favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> not okay JK Rowling. so season 2 episode Five. Five, thank you. Uh, bring the pain. Um, from Method Man, by Method Man of the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, fame. I thought it was by Mindless Self-Indulgence. That might be true also. This was just the first one that came up when I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> so. Yours make, probably makes more sense, although I don't know who that is, but it's like it, a, sounds, <laughs> it sounds more Grace Anatomy. It's like a weird kind of like techno metal um, I turned it off. I didn't listen to the whole song, but yeah. it's like a pretty good name for a song by a, like a metal techno band, eh? Yeah. Bring the pain. Yes, that makes sense. Um, and just kind of overall through the whole episode, they do that thing where the audio of the next scene starts while the visuals are still going on from the scene before. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, yeah, they're doing that more. Who am I hearing talking? And it like makes you want to keep watching. Uh-huh. Um, so I just wanted to 
like, yeah, I like that. It kind of leads you in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, so we open on thunder and lightning. Thunder! It's dramatic. Oh, my God. Uh, Izzy and Alex have returned from their date that apparently went super well. Oh, no. Remember, Um, like, he picked her up at the bar at the end of the last episode, and it was really weird. And kind of, like, dodged her and, like, walked out the door before her. Yeah. Not great, No, and she could, like, tell that he was in in a weird place. and And while we know that... It's because he failed his boards and he has to retake them and he's really anxious about that. And Nobody else knows. Nobody else knows. For the chief. But, yeah. Um, so Izzy is kind of, she's sarcastically telling Alex like, oh, I had a great time at the door to her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she does kind of call him out and say like, you know, you treated me poorly the whole time. Like, Yeah. And Alex is like, well, I had fun. <laughs> yeah, he kind of sounds genuine, like I had a good time. And so she melts a little bit, yeah. like, oh, you did, and like leans in, like we're going to have the good night kiss. And he just like dodges her. He and just bails. Bails. Yeah, he's like, I got to go. Oh, it's, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> seriously? Seriously? Yeah. yeah, she does the double seriously. Yes, She's wearing this little sweater now over her dress that yeah. has lots and lots of pearls around the neck. Like, Ooh. it's so much pearl. So detailed. Um, <laughs> and she has her hair up fancy. Like, it's kind of a fancy updo. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, her hair is always very different. It's always detailed. Yeah. You know, even when it's messy, it's like, oh, she did something really interesting earlier, and it's just messy after the day, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so it's like, if this doctor thing falls through, she could fall back on cosmetology pretty easily probably yeah she could she could be a hairdresser yeah she has it seems she's got a good personality for it too we have that she has those skills and not the hair person right you know exactly (laughs) i mean no one else really has like complicated hairdos going on it's just her yeah agreed yeah um yeah it's a bummer because you know she's like trying to finally get him to be honest and he says (sighs) like well i did have a good time but then he still doesn't want to give in and be vulnerable and be like Okay, here's what's going on. Like, yeah, he's kind of he's lost his thing that makes him Alex, his swagger, his like, mojo, his mojo. <laughs> um, that's from the next episode after this yeah. one. So, <laughs> yes, he's lost his mojo. No, I just thought of that on my own. It's foreshadowing. Oh, oh, no, I'm just kidding. it's foreshadowing. Uh huh. That's what foreshadowing is. Um. <laughs> so Izzy comes inside to yell at George. Um, yeah, she like flicks on his lights while he's sleeping. <laughs> It's like rudely awakened. Is it thunder? Seriously? Or is it her slamming the door? She's like stomping around. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He has like weird indoor windows in his room. Mm -hmm. Like it's some sort of add on or something. Yeah. You know? Now, the room we podcast in was a bedroom. Mm-hmm. But they added a weird work shed on the side. Yeah. And so there are windows in here that go, that look directly into a work shed that also has windows. But that feels, you know, like it's more outside than here. It seems like his windows face more inside. Yeah. Than, yeah, than his room. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Agreed. I just thought I would point out sometimes that's a, a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it was just an add-on at some point, you know. Um... Yes. <laughs> then Derek and Meredith come home, and she's mad. Yeah, there's a voiceover. Uh, Meredith's voiceover is all about pain, basically. Um, and needing relief from that pain. Um, there's more thunder. Meredith is, like, racing home, and it's like Derek is chasing her from the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you remember from last week, he had not signed the divorce papers and then he had dropped him on the floor and she had picked him up and seen him and been like, oh. I guess that wasn't, you know, what I guess you? we aren't settled. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of wondering, like, why did he go home with her? Like, maybe she didn't want to have the fight at Joe's, but like, why did maybe they she get needed the a ride together? home? Maybe yeah. she didn't drive and he just decided to drive her. Maybe yeah. she lives really close and walked. And, and then he, he just followed ran her. after her. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but she takes not signing those divorce papers as a really clear sign. Yep. Um, and I said, oh, fucking Derek. He goes, Meredith. And she goes, what? Oh, yeah. I hated this. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I mean, it. it comes back at the end and it's like, okay, you were kind of setting it up for the joke at the end, I guess. I don't know. But it it was. He goes, Meredith. And she says, what? He goes, Oh, um, I usually just say Meredith, and then you yell at me. Yeah, I haven't really thought past that point. Yeah, he doesn't even have a defense. Fuck you, Derek. He's just so fucking dumb. That's, like it doesn't seem true to his character. It seems like a writing, like a, like a line that someone thought up and thought, oh, this will be like a really interesting dialogue point. Mm-hmm. So we got to put it. In. Yeah, and they it built seems it like around that. It would have fit better with like maybe if Alex was in a relationship yeah. with somebody, but also I don't like McDreamy right now no and so I'm he's, like, he's not in a good place yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, he does have a lot of moments where it's like well why aren't you being more understanding like yeah uh and she kind of she doesn't have with to be her purse to get him out the yeah, door she <laughs> smacks him with the bag very and, old school seriously seriously and then she's in George's room also <laughs> poor yeah. George um and lays down on the bed on the other side so her and it's a very small bed. It's a very small bed, as George says. It's like probably a full, maybe a queen. But for three grown-ups. Yeah, I think it's more full. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And um, Izzy's complaining. She's like, I look great. I shaved my I legs. I shaved my legs. <laughs> and Meredith is yelling, he's a brain surgeon. How can he be so brainless? Yeah. And George is like laying on his back and going, and like reaching up by his shoulders to tap their mm-hmm. shoulders. It's really and then the power cute. goes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the power goes out. So then he finally gets a little bit of sleep, I think, at that point. <laughs> yeah. It is nice to like live with people that you can come home and be like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And then they just like listen to you. They but are like family. But it does seem like George gets to do that a lot. Yeah. And doesn't have an option to say like, Hey, I really need some sleep. Can we talk in the morning? Yeah. That's not... He's like the friend zoniest of the friend zoned, yeah. you know? Yeah. What all those guys complain about I and do. think is going on in their lives. <laughs> it actually kind of is going on in George. George. Um, I like that, like, he's a brain surgeon. How could he be so brainless? Like, <laughs> like it's, that's a, another line that someone was like, this is going to be rad. We have so a neurologist. Funny. The second we thought of this being a doctor-themed show, we wrote that down, and now here it is. <laughs> what a good joke. Oh, my God. Um, so it's the next morning, and it's pouring rain outside. So this storm has been going on for a while. Yeah. Um, and Christina's walking into work. She's just, like, soaking wet. Yeah. She, she probably is. rode her motor- motorcycle on the way there. Yeah, she's, the like, in the locker room just, like, sopping. And Addison stops by. She's looking for Derek. Mm-hmm. And um, Christina's saying, you know, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to work because, well, yeah. she just had a medical procedure done. Yes. Very yeah. recently. Her, her uh, fallopian tube was removed. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that and she you know collapsed like yeah it wasn't yeah like it was a, a major surgery she's been in the hospital for a while recovering her mom was there with her um flip phone and she's like, <laughs> why don't you go embroider or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're going to go to rounds, and Izzy walks by Alex without saying anything, and he, and he calls her on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, you're not even going to say hi to me? And um, yeah, she, like you're not talking to me or something. Yeah. And, yeah. She, and she asks, like, okay, well, what's going on? And then he denies anything is going on and deflects and says, mm-hmm. well, what's your problem? And it's like, and she's like, okay, well, yeah, we're not talking. <laughs> right. Then we're okay. Then we're not going to do yeah. it. But that's the thing, you know, people do that of like, uh, no, no that's your problem. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't really think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably mm-hmm. something. <laughs> no, that's like gaslighting. Isn't yeah. that what gaslighting is? Yeah. yeah. Of like, no, there's not any. What are you talking about? It like makes you feel You're like crazy. the crazy one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Christina is presenting on a patient named Henry Lamott. Age 42, um, he's scheduled with Derek for a spinal implant to control the pain of his herniated disc. Which sounds fucking t- terrible. Cool. That sounds like you're in a lot of pain. In life, yeah. And he happens to be allergic to, like, all pain all relievers. pain medication. Yep. Um, so he has the remote in his hand when they come in. Mm-hmm. And I thought his face was familiar. I was like, oh, I know that guy. And then I was like, <gasps> porn guy! <laughs> I, like, oh, I know him! <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he he flicks on the TV, um, and George is very distracted by what's on the screen immediately. Everyone stares at the TV, and Bailey goes, "Porn," as well, in porn. Yeah, well, yeah. Christina's like, "Is that?" And then the wife, I think the wife says it's porn. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, yeah, it's porn." Oh, I'm just porn. Uh-huh, knitting. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bailey is just shocked. Porn? Yeah. As in porn? And um, then she only Alex kicks is excited. Alex out. Yeah. Well, he's excited. He's like, oh, all right, what are we watching? <laughs> she kicks him out. The <laughs> Christine and Izzy gave him like disgusted looks yeah. when he did that. Um par for the course, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh Bailey sends him to the hall. She is thinking this is not very appropriate for in the hospital. Like you can't right. have this in the hospital. Um, but apparently it's for his pain and his doctor prescribed. <laughs> And so George is, like, oogling and amazed, and then he gets kicked out. Well, and did you notice, as he gets kicked out, he, like, has to, like, pull his jacket around him. No! And, like, he waddles out. Yeah! Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, George. George. George got a boner from that, like, three seconds Jesus of the porno God, that he saw. Um, <laughs> he had to pull his jacket oh, around and, like, waddle out of there. The wife is very familiar with which movie they're watching. Yes, it was uh, Nasty Naughty Nurses um, 4. <laughs> yeah, she, like, needs to look for a second, and then she's like, oh, yeah, this is the fourth one. Yeah. Um, and then Christina and Izzy and Meredith are all watching, and they all tilt their they heads tilt at the same time. Because <laughs> something was going on sideways on the screen. Um, <laughs> Bailey's still horrified. Say, uh, that cannot be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Christina says that, and then Meredith... Meredith says, trust me, it's not. And they all look at her like, what? I wonder what it was. I think that's, you're supposed to wonder. And then they all get kicked out. Um, (laughs) She's like, okay, we're all leaving. Bailey's like, and we're done. Um, 
so yeah, porn is his pain management. Because um, it releases endorphins or something. Endorphins make you happy. Yeah. Happy people just don't <laughs> shoot their husbands. <laughs> they just don't. Um, so then we get the credits, um, the opening credits, mm-hmm. and then we have assignments. So mm-hmm. O'Malley and Karev are in the pit. Izzy has a cardiac patient. Yang is going to watch Mr. Lamont. Mm-hmm. And then everybody leaves and Bailey's kind of checking um, that Meredith has made arrangements for yes. her mother. Ellis is getting discharged that day. Um, and the nursing home people will be by there to pick her up at 8. Yeah. So. they got to get her directly back. So. Mm-hmm. And then um, Meredith gets assigned to Derek Shepard. Yes. Which she doesn't even have to say anything. And Bailey instantly is like, like it's not my problem. Like, that, he asked for you. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Sometimes things don't go your way. Right, yeah. Like, this is not my problem. Which has been Bailey's stance from the start. Like, right. Like, you got yourself into this. Yeah. This is your job if the attending asks for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I mean, not much you can do about it. Um, so, in the pit, George and Alex go into a room. There is a GSW to the chest. Um Pete Gun, Willoughby. Gunshot wound. Uh, Pete, who is a police. He is a... <laughs> Why did you say it like that? He's a police rookie uh, person. Yeah, There's a whole bunch of other police looking in the window. Um, the patient is in a lot of pain. Um, the bullet hole is like to the left of his left pectoral. Mm-hmm. Um, and George kind of pushes Alex out of the way to say it's his patient. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're kind of fighting. And then the other fighting over it. The doctor in the room. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, hey, like there's cops everywhere watching you. They're all watching you. And then they need to page Burke because it's possibly cardiac. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, we have Richard who is checking in on Ellis, uh, telling her that she's going home. Yeah, she seems very bright and happy. and She's very happy to see him. Yeah, he's cheerful. Like, you can go home today. You know? Yeah, she's doing good. But she is kind of reliving something that happened 21 years ago. We come to find out where they were having a conversation about um, her leaving Thatcher and him leaving Adele yeah. and being together. And it, like, Richard is trying to leave the room when Ellis says that. And it stopped him in his tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah, her plan is to leave Thatcher and then he'll leave Adele and then they'll be together at the same hospital for their residency. So mm-hmm. that kind of shows you, like, yeah, 21 years ago, that's where they were in their this careers. This is where they were, yeah. And there's a nurse in the room who, like, gets really wide-eyed because mm-hmm. she overhears it. And then Richard's um, asks her to leave yeah, to get her to go Ellis's check on meds. medications. Um, yeah. It's just kind of, it's just sad. It's sad. It's and just a very sad Richard moment. tries to very kindly tell her, like, we had this discussion 21 years ago. Yeah. Like, it's... It's not today. It's It's not now. Because she thinks she still has patience to see. Yeah. She's not totally with it. So, Mm -hmm. Um, Derek is walking and he finds Meredith. He catches her and uh, she tells him that his wife is looking for him. He says, this is hard for me, Meredith. (laughs) Don't make this any harder. (laughs) It's so hard for me. Oh, no. Oh. Um, And and Meredith's like, I'm not going to be the woman who breaks up a marriage or begs you to stay. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm not going to be that girl. And she says, you know, when it comes to this relationship, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Like, and then it's straight to business. Where's the patient? Yep. And Derek, like, looks really dejected. She's really good at being professional. Yeah. In hard situations. He seems very resigned to his fate, kind of points over his shoulder. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, it's a pretty, like, quick moment, but she yeah. says, I'm not going to beg you to want me. Um, she, she really believes that in the moment. <laughs> Fair. Uh, it that- sets us up for a really iconic <laughs> moment later. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, um, yeah. Izzy yeah. Uh, is checking on Verna. Um, who passed out while walking her dog in the rain, and they think it's a possible heart attack. They can't really tell yet. Yeah, the signs point to that she had a heart attack, but Mm -hmm. um, Verna's like, I think it's going to be okay. Like, I've had chest pains before. Yeah, and it's turned out to be nothing. Like, she's had these sort of episodes before. Her husband kind of kisses her, and she turns away at one point, like, not in front of the doctor. Yeah, she kind of shames him a little, like, and I think... That's maybe if someone is really prudish, that's like a perfectly appropriate response. Yeah. But she just wasn't comfortable with yeah. that. That's fine. Verna and Lou. And I think she was the mom on Dharma and Greg. She was Dharma's mom. Yes. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hippie. I was trying baby. I was trying to think of who she was. Oh, really? And I didn't look it up, but I was like, it's a mom on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's the mom. <laughs> she's a mom on something. So then we see Derek and Meredith. She's a young woman working she's... on Anna Chu. Um, yeah, a young woman, she, uh, her legs had gone numb, like, the night before, and she'd been having a lot of pain, Mm -hmm. and then it just became too much to bear. She's, like, what would you say, late 20s, early 30s? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere I'd I'd say, like, 20s. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, she mentions going to university, so. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Around there. So, Derek is ready to treat the pain, but then he Mm -hmm. starts to explain that there's a bigger problem and he gets interrupted. Yeah. Well, he's talking about how they're going to get her a morphine pump to help with her pain. And, yeah, and then her parents rush in. Um, They seem kind of, well, angry at her for not telling them. Before she came down. Yeah. Like yeah. should have told us. Not, oh my God, are you okay? What happened? But mm-hmm. why didn't you call us before coming down Yeah. There? It's like, she's very much in trouble. Um, yeah. 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 They kind of like storm in the room. Mm-hmm. It's not like tap, tap, hey. It's yeah. Almost like. They're kind of fancy. Like they're both wearing suits and yeah, they, they look. Are, they're well-dressed. They look well-dressed, like wealthy. Family. And then, um. Is does Derek or Meredith say it's a Derek explains the MRI once the <laughs> I'm gonna try and say it. Are you ready? Okay, There's yeah, a... I didn't write it down. So Myxo Myxopapillary Appendemoma. Which is a tumor in the spinal canal. Yes. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. <laughs> it is what it is. Um yeah. <laughs> they need to operate right away. They can't wait because she could suffer permanent paralysis. But she has a 95% recovery chance if they get it right away. So yeah. it's it's a good diagnosis. It's like, okay, we can do something about it. Right. It's an aggressive tumor. And because she's already facing some paralysis, it's mm-hmm. like, this. It's we're on a clock here. Yeah. 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 To they, can't, they can't even wait a day. Yeah. Um, she turns to her dad uh, and asks him what he thinks. And he says no. He says, we're taking her home, no surgery today. And Derek kind of cuts in and says, you know, hey, you're over 18. Like, you don't need your father's consent. Yeah, and she she says, but I'm Hmong, and my father is the elder. So if he says no, 
surgery, then there's no surgery. Yeah. So we're going to go home. And there's lots of people where we live that are Hmong. Um, yeah, we have a large, they, yeah, they, um, yeah, so we have a large Hmong population around here. Um, and a lot of these things that they're, they're saying about like the strictness of everything, I don't really know enough about it, but I feel like it might be a little bit of like the Orthodox Judaism thing that they had in a previous episode where maybe they don't quite know, like the writers don't quite know everything that they're talking about either. But they picked something that we sounded know. elaborate and foreign and... And yeah, not not as common as just say Chinese or something, right. you know, like Hmong people are from Laos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that um, like where the religion originated or is that a... Well, Hmong is... Like I think a race? Yeah, like a culture. Yeah. Okay. Um, There's a... But Hmong- they are deeply spiritual, as, as we find out. There's a Hmong community center near us that the big letters in the sign, on the sign say H-M-O-O-B. Yeah. And so I like to say... Moob. Stands for something. I don't even know. Probably. But yeah, Hmong is... like a community center. Spelled H-M-O-N-G. Yes. So if you're planning to Google that, that is what you would search. Yeah. Um, so then Derek and Meredith are in a stairwell. And <laughs> Derek, Derek doesn't even know what Hmong means. He says, Hmong? <laughs> Let's find out what that means. Yeah. And then also get social services. Yeah. It's, it's so, very like you're supposed so to be on his side and not know anything about other cultures is the point. Um, and then us listening here, we're like, oh, no, we've heard of that. Well, we've like heard we, of it. We also don't know. Very we don't much know. About yeah, it, to be fair, we don't know that much. But it's not like I haven't heard of it. You know, right? right. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Um, and so Meredith has to continue with the discharge process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep, Derek they still have to. Yeah, is like, oh, it reminds me of a case where. And Meredith interrupts. Says, "Do you need me to do anything else work related?" Yeah, she <laughs> cuts him off because he's trying to be pleasant and Dereky. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's frustrated, and we get a good shot of his chest hair. Um, He's really defensive. Like, I had 11 years with Addison. I'm entitled to a little uncertainty here. And then he kind of starts screaming at her. Yeah, he's yelling. He wants her to be understanding. It's like, okay, yeah, you are entitled to uncertainty, but she's entitled to not have to wait around for you for, for you to make a decision she can set boundaries like that's her health it's yeah important the thing i one of the things that really troubles me here is he has raised his voice and then like we hear a door open somewhere in the stairwell and then he quiets down and yeah. like kind of not like threatening her but no, like yelling I think, very quietly yeah. to her i think that's more because he doesn't want to air their business rather than the like the yelling you know what i mean like he's, i do it's more like he doesn't want someone to overhear what they're talking about not how he's talking i yeah. think um, but you know it is it's hard to but also that like discern. it reminds me of like being out in public and like getting in trouble when you hear a mom be like you're gonna get it yeah like it's really scary to have that like quiet getting yelled at Mm. you're like fuck like this is bad you know yeah and um, he's kind of taking out his frustrations on her in the moment and it's not 
her fault. Like, it's... No. And he says, oh, a little understanding from you would be nice. And I was like, she doesn't owe you that. No. She doesn't have to she do that. She doesn't have to. Like... You're the one who didn't tell her you were married when you Didn't started tell her dating. you were married and then said, like, yeah, 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 I'm going to sign it. No big deal. Bing, bang, boom, mm-hmm. done. And then you didn't fucking do it. So, like... She doesn't yeah. have to be understanding. He here. did not like, follow through. Ugh, I just don't like that. It, There's like, nothing to understand. Yeah. yeah, it feels very like it's not a clean, um, emotional thing. Like it's all messy, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that scene kind of ends. We see Burke um, and Addison, and Addison's still looking around for Derek. It's kind of like she's kind of lurking. Um. You know, find out if you're really looking for him. Maybe just find out where his patient is, and then go look there. <laughs> no, um, she wants to lurk around. <laughs> yeah. She just wants to ask whoever she happens to run into. Like, yeah. have you seen him? Could you? Pass She's not really me? looking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Christina catches up with Burke and says, "Thanks him for you know being there. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. You know, being she, there. she doesn't know how to <laughs> handle it." Um, uh, and he asks where they are, like, where are we at? And, um, Christina, she's like, um, uh, what the she northeast say? corner, northeast of, a corner of a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christina. He wants to know. So where are we? And, uh, Christina takes it. I don't think she's trying to be a dick. I think she just took it very literally. She's like, just being goofy. Yeah. yeah. She's um, not trying to annoy. And she says, you know, I'm getting back on my feet. It's my first day back. And Yeah, she's kind of deflecting. She doesn't want to talk about the relationship. Um, and Burke says he's not waiting forever, which is like, okay, they've, they've really been on the rocks for a while. Like, Yeah. So it's not just like. It wasn't like he was waiting. He wasn't waiting. Like, he had broken up with her. And then she had had a major medical issue and then he chose to come in and comfort her so like i understand that that's confusing (laughs) it is her first day back so i get it you know she wants more time but Mm -hmm. then also i think it's fair you know like i wish meredith would say like i'm not waiting around forever Mm -hmm. you know like there's some parallels there um Mm -hmm. but it is like yeah they have a. it's not like they've had this incredible relationship and then she had a medical emergency and now he's confused. It's like, it's been weird for a while. So like he could make a decision. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, okay. And then Burke walks away and sees Bailey leave an elevator. Mm -hmm. And she um, asks if she wants in on the gunshot wound. And Bailey says, Nope. Trying to leave at a decent time. Yeah. She, uh, (laughs) she has a handsome man who's going to be whisking her away to a love nest for the weekend. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Bailey. Yeah. Um, it's, and you, it sounds like she's telling the truth, but then you're like, maybe she's just. Maybe it's a joke. Yeah. It's it's hard to tell. Yeah. It's like not super clear. Um, but it's like once he pushes, like what, like you, why are you trying to leave at a decent time? You know? Then she kind of tells this elaborate mm-hmm. thing, so. Um, yeah, shares a little bit of her world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so George and Alex, they are taking Pete to the elevator. They're working their way to get up to Burke. Um, and they're talking to Pete, and he was talking about how he's he's a rookie, and he froze up when he, the gun was pointed at him. Yeah. He wasn't able to pull the trigger um, and that's how he got shot, and he doesn't know how he's going to live this down. Oh, and no. George, like, empathizes with that yeah. very deeply. Like, I was the rookie he's who like, was thrown in at, 
to the appendectomy before I was ready, and I froze up, so I feel it. Right. He he, get, he totally gets it. He's like, yep, I got you. Like, no, like, yeah, you will live it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And Bailey is smirking as she's still walking away. <laughs> we get a flashback to her. She's still thinking about that love nest. Love nest. Um, and Izzy's got Verna's test back, and she doesn't think it was a heart attack. Like, it's something. It's obviously something, but, but it doesn't, it's attack. not reading as a heart attack. So what is this thing? And Izzy, you know, Bailey's like, okay, but it was something. And Izzy says, eh, I think she's fine. And then Bailey is like, hey, Izzy, be thorough. Like, mm-hmm. you, come on. Like, you know, do all the tests. Like you gotta like, be thorough. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like she could have faked those test results but i wonder if she's a little bit burned from um the lady who's a missionary kid yeah maybe in the last episode or the yeah caperna calperna calperna whoever the The lady that was um (laughs) had munchausen's yeah (laughs) um that she you know is seeing something and it doesn't totally fit the whatever so she's like oh she's fine and it's like yeah okay but there's something there so yeah gotta be thorough and yeah um, still gotta look yeah so alex and george have made it into the elevator with pete they um, are yeah and alex asks george what's the deal with izzy um because <laughs> he knows that izzy talks to george oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and George's like, she shaved her legs for you. <laughs> you didn't even kiss her goodnight. And P degrees. He's yeah. like, whoa, dude. Oh, like- man, you didn't follow through. <laughs> and then Alex says, mind your own business, even though he's the one that asked. Yeah. He just wasn't happy with the answer. And also George is like, my business? Like, right. uh, this like, is my business. Right, yeah. Like, These I are- didn't get to sleep, so. Yeah, whenever... Um, these women have expectations that don't get met. Um, I have to hear about it. So it is my business. Just <laughs> kind of true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden the elevator jerks to a stop and the lights go out. And dude, we're not moving. <laughs> and there's funny music. Yeah. Like it's not immediately. It's not immediately played as a drama. Right. Um, yeah. But they're stuck. They're they're stuck. That's also, scary. I meant to write it funny music, and I wrote gunny music. Gunny music for you the know. for the GSW. You know, <laughs> it's like really gunny. It's like funny with guns. <laughs> so funny. Um. So Meredith, Izzy, and Christina are kind of leaning on the railing, overlooking reception. They all look <laughs> super bummed. Yeah. Um, Christina's a little bit in pain, like her scar is still healing. The lights flicker behind them, but they don't notice. No, they're um, all a little too involved in their own issues. Because there's a power issue. <laughs> um, yeah, Meredith knows. She's like, hey, I know that surgical scar hasn't healed yet. Like, yeah. you should take something. And Christina take says. something for the pain. Drugs are for babies. <laughs> <laughs> and Izzy says that she hates Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christina says that she gets the non sequitur award. Yeah, they're talking about Christina's surgical <laughs> yeah. scar, and then Izzy just chimes in. I hate Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Meredith is like, I broke up with Derek. And Christina says, Burke wants to have a relationship. <laughs> and then they all agree, boys are boys stupid. Boys are stupid. So there was a... That's my picture. <laughs> there is a store in the Mall of America. It's a long time ago. Maybe you remember. They were like mm-hmm. these little stick figure drawings. It was called like David and Goliath or Henry and... 
Frankenstein. Franken isn't it like Dave and Goliath or something? And it was like, boys one? are stupid. Throw rocks at them. That was like the yeah, drawings. Yeah. You could, you could get like big stickers and stuff. Yeah. Or like t-shirts or like pajama pants or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that, but I had a, like something from them. And mm-hmm. I remember my mom being like, oh, I don't like that. what that wasn't deb's cup of tea no it wasn't now i want to look it up what was it called well i think dave and dave and goliath is something but i don't know for sure if that's what that was all i'm getting is the traditional (laughs) painting by caravaggio something yeah david and goliath okay yeah there was a controversy yeah uh, David and Goliath, which in 2003 became the subject of a campaign by radio host and father's right activist Glenn Sachs on the grounds of misandry and the incitement of violence against children. <laughs> My goodness. Jeez, people. I mean, yes, I, listen, I don't think that's a good slogan either, but. But also, who is taking it literally? Nobody. Hopefully. Not even children. I hope not. Only the uh, father's rights activists. <laughs> Guys, that's not what misandry is. Uh, The only good thing I've ever heard about father's rights activism is like in court cases, you know, like Mm -hmm. over custody battles. Yeah. When it's like these men aren't getting a fair trial. Yeah, they aren't getting equal. And they are more competent than Mm -hmm. the mothers. And just because they're the moms, they get Mm -hmm. the children more often. It's like... Yeah, these that's are my kids. obviously not fair. Yeah. Right. It's different than a slogan from a company that people got upset about. Whatever. Yeah. A cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so we're back in the elevator. Um, Pete is not doing good. No. And that's basically it. <laughs> that's all that happens in that scene. Uh, yeah. George uh, yeah. is like reading the instructions and Alex is banging on the doors trying to open them with yeah. his bare hands. And <laughs> of course he is. George is like reading the instructions. That's very, very like their ways of approaching that problem. Yeah. George is trying to look for the solution in a calm way. Yeah. Well, in, in the instructions it says like, instructions. do not be alarmed. And he's like, if they don't want us to be alarmed, why is the button called alarm? <laughs> <laughs> And Alex is like, you already tried that. Yeah. And Pete. Me, man. Hit. Bang. Door to yes. open with brute to strength. Try to pry it open. Um, with his fingers. And then, yeah, Pete is all like sweaty and his pressure is falling and they are whispering. And Pete tells them not to whisper. Yeah. He's like, it's bad. It's bad. Right? Like. Yeah. That's a situation where, like, all right, you're not going to hide from me, how bad. Like, we're in this very yeah. small space. You just be honest. No like, more gunny music. We've no got... No more gunny music. Yeah. It's serious. It's getting serious. Uh, so Christina comes in to check on Henry Lamott, the porn guy. Yes, he's he's distressed because the power has gone out and he cannot watch his porn. So he wants to move rooms. and She walks in very mad at her five places. How are we doing here? Like... Yep. Which... Is professional and nothing more, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she doesn't acknowledge his pain, just says the facts. Like, the power outage in the East Wing, you're not a critical patient, you'll be fine. Yeah. But he's at a loss. Like, what am I going to do without my porn? I need my porn. And um, <laughs> his wife is gone. She had to pick up the kids. Yeah, Christina um, says he should find a normal way to amuse himself. And then he, he's like... Not screaming, but he is, like, yelling. Yeah. Like, I need my porn. And Christina doesn't (laughs) care. Uh, She is not sympathetic. No. Um, Yeah. So so they're running on backup generators. Addison is talking to Richard. They're talking about this as they're walking. 
Um, one is one of the backup generators is down. Yeah. Uh, she tells him to breathe because he's having a little. He's getting a little upset about it all. Yeah. The main <laughs> transportation from the ER to the OR, which is the elevators, is mm-hmm. stopped, and they know yes. that the elevators are stopped. Um, yes, thankfully, someone knows yeah. at this point. Um, <laughs> they so they're walking up to the elevator. Richard and Addison have hands on their hips, and they walk up to the elevator situation. And Bailey and Burke are there in their surgical gear. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out the car is between floors. Some guy got it open like four inches. Yeah. And then Bailey tells him to get out of the way. And she lays on the floor and yells. At them. Like, what did you two do? What did you two do? And, <laughs> and Alex and Jordan are like, nothing. Like, we didn't do anything. And then uh, Burke checks in on the patient. And George says he's not looking so good. Yeah. So we're back in Anna's room. And... Meredith is talking to her. That she's got the morphine pump, but Anna says she doesn't need it because she's going home anyway. Right. And she has to sign the AMA, which is against medical advice form. Mm-hmm. Um, not ask me anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not not the Reddit AMA. The yeah. Other, the other real one. medical one. Uh, and Meredith tells her that she's going to have the social worker come down. And Anna's like, no, I, like, I get it. Like, I get why yeah. you don't want me to leave like i understand but my dad doesn't she says spare me your white girl cultural divide yes life. yeah um yeah she, she's like i'm in a band so i get it um. <laughs> yeah i really like that actually like she's like listen she's i've like, like no, i know i'm very like what the world is i'm in the culture like i'm not uh yeah not sheltered yeah but and um, have you ever even heard of the Hmong people and Meredith says, like, we are talking about your ability to walk again. Mm-hmm. And Anna says, you're talking about that. I'm talking about my family. Yeah. Um, which is similar to the case with Esther. Like, Kind of, yeah. Except cultural... it wasn't her family. <laughs> no, it was only her. Yeah, a religious yeah. and cultural choice. Yes. Um, that goes against the medical advice. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and Anna pushes and is like, actually, you don't know. Like, yeah, she's like, yeah. I know what you're going through. And she's like, no, you don't. Like, No, we're we're very deeply spiritual. We're very religious. Like, this goes back many generations. We yeah. can't anger the ancestors. Um, and then Meredith actually asks, like, okay, well, what are the rules exactly? Yeah. Like, like she wants to find a way around it. Yeah. And, and to work with it, too. Not to, like, give it the finger, mm-hmm. but to, like, make it work so that Anna doesn't die. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the hope. Like, she, they want her to walk again. Um, and then uh, Bailey had paged Derek. <laughs> Bailey is fucking Bailey in there Derek. directing traffic. She's yes. Like- <laughs> Derek walks up because he was paged by Bailey and she just yells at him, porn as pain management. She yells it three times. <laughs> porn. As pain management. <laughs> Derek and thinks it's funny. He thinks it's funny. He's like, it's possible that, like, art and music, you know, it's a endorphins, endorphins, blah, 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 blah. And Derek did not originally prescribe it. No, so. he's like, take it up with the the original GP, like. Yeah, because we're still <laughs> at the elevator. Everybody kind of has to come to the elevator. And Bailey needs to watch the elevator, but she needed to have that discussion with Derek. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She kind of says if, like, if Henry turns out to be a sex weirdo, it's on him. Yeah. <laughs> like, she wants to put that responsibility elsewhere. Yeah. Oh, whoops. 
Ooh. Oh, my good. Lights. Sorry. Um, and then she tells him also that Addison is looking for her. <laughs> yeah. Which he knows. Um, and Meredith wants Derek to talk to Anna's father. Mm-hmm. As, and then um, Anna's father believes she's missing something that she needs for surgery. Yes. One of her souls. And so they need a shaman. Yes. Because only a shaman can get that soul back in her body. Before she can have... Which is yeah. what the dad wanted to do was... Get her to a yes, shaman. Yes, take her home the until they could get a shaman, and then she would have the surgery in another day. But she doesn't have that time. And he did not make that clear. No, not at them. all. Like, all he said was, "We're going home." Like maybe he thought they'd just look at him crazy or something, you know, which is fair. And we we but also <laughs> him more about that. But like communication right. would be good. Uh, yeah. Um. So Izzy is working on uh Verna, Mrs. Bradley. And the catheter is fine. The wound is fine. There's no blockage in the arteries. And like, you didn't have a heart attack, but we got to find out what's going on. Yeah, Verna once says, so can I go home? But again, he's going to stick to what she was told. She Mm -hmm. says, the EKG shows significant changes. I'm going to find out why. Yep. She's being thorough. Yeah, girl. Um, We're back in the elevator and Pete is kind of freaking out. He's not doing well. He seems to be kind of losing it a little bit. Like he's delirious. He's trying to pull the uh, cannula out of his face. Um, He wants to go home and uh, Burke is checking in on them. Well, he's barking orders. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have an open chest tray and Alex starts to explain and Burke doesn't have time for uh, excuses. No, we were on our way to the <laughs> to the OR, so right. why would we have all that stuff? Right. Um yeah, they there's blood pressure is bad. George says he's going to die. And there's a pause and then she say intubate him. I'll be right back. <laughs> yep, Burke tells them to intubate and he's going to go get something. Yep. Uh... He gets up off the floor to go get it and Bailey is standing by. She says, are you sure about that? And Burke says, no. <laughs> nope. Yeah. They, but they don't really have a choice. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get a tray of instruments. And then uh, um, we get a commercial. <laughs> yeah. And then we're back and they've intubated and they're, uh, what are they doing? The, um, they are manually uh, squeezing that bag. They're squeezing that bag to breathe for him. Whatever the word is. What is, is that, for that called? I don't know. I, I think, feel like I put it somewhere else, but I don't know. Oh, oh, yep. Um, George is repeating, when is Dr. Burke coming yeah. back? He's kind of repeating himself. Yeah. When is Burke coming back? Alex, when is Burke coming back? And Alex tells him to shut up. And... Yeah, so it's kind of a little brother thing, I think, for George to do to keep repeating himself. And then yeah. Alex, being the, quote, older brother, is telling him to shut up. They are kind of like that. Because he's cute. scared, you know? He's yeah. scared, too, but that's how he deals yeah. with it. Yeah, they're both very anxious. Yeah. Um. Derek is running outside with an umbrella in the pouring rain to find Mr. Chu, who also has an umbrella, and he's smoking a cigar. Yeah, out in the rain. He's so so classy. Uh, Derek comes out to ask if he wants to take Anne home for a ritual healing. Yes, um, because one of her souls is missing. And Derek is like, yeah, you could have told me that. Like, I respect that you have traditions. That I don't understand, but you're also in a $3,000 suit. <laughs> so he's kind of saying, like, all right, there's... Like, you understand my world also, kind of. Like, yeah. you, you aren't just traditions 
you know. You also have yeah. some modern interests mm-hmm. and um, abilities here. So, like, we're just going to have to get a shaman today in the hospital. And Mr. <laughs> Chu is, again, like, okay, well, he's not in the yellow pages. Like, you're arrogant, you, you know. You are an arrogant man. And, <laughs> and Derek then, says, no, I'm just a man with access to a helicopter. <laughs> and then the dad really <laughs> likes that and hands Derek a cigar. <laughs> yep, gives him a cigar. Derek smells it like, hmm, it's a good one. And... Like, I don't know that he knows anything about cigars, but maybe he saw that in the movie once. And Mr. Shu says, uh, finding her soul won't be easy. And Derek says, it never is. It never is. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, he even knows goddamn what anything about mean? souls. Oh, it's so hard to find merit of soul for me. No. That's, yeah. Dumb. There's some sort of correlation they're trying to make there. God, it's so cheesy. It doesn't, yeah. I love this show. Falls a little flat. <laughs> It never is. It never <laughs> is. <laughs> um, so they were at back of the elevators. Richard says, this is unconscionable. Um, they can't move the elevators. There's not enough power. Yeah, the generator should have been replaced last year. Like, who do I, whose butt do I have to kick? And Bailey's kind of, <laughs> she's, she's like trying to sidestep it. And, yeah. And he's like, no, I know you know everything. And she's like, like she <sighs> have to ask maintenance i i wouldn't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell me whose butt to kick she goes that would be your butt yeah. chief <laughs> he had put off the replacing of the generator so that they could get the new mri machines so and then bailey excuses herself to go to the er yes the OR, sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh i gotta go now um have to leave Bye. yeah <laughs> um George and Alex uh, are in the elevator. Burke came back. He's got a bunch of stuff, and he tells them to prep and drape. Um, Burke knows it isn't, quote, too sterile, but they're going to try. They're going to try their best. There's nothing they can really do. Alex looks real worried. Yeah, and he's holding the ventilation bag, like the oxygen thing, and George is getting the wound ready, um, dressing it up. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you not like that part? Jada. Um, so then Izzy and Christina are at a nurse's station. Izzy wants all of Verna, Verna's medical records. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of like runs away from the counter. <laughs> yeah, because she also wants to go watch George and Alex because they're in an elevator. And, yeah, and Meredith's like, running the opposite on? direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meredith is also running and she's like, oh, I'm going to go watch a shaman ritual. And Christina feels a little... Left out because she's got porn guy. Why is a porn guy? Oh, man. And she goes to check on porn guy, and he's really in pain. He's not doing great. And she, yeah, she's like, and she's you're shocked. really in pain. Like, you're what? telling me the porn actually sedated you? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what, you thought I was just a pervert? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. And she's, you know, she's checking through the chart, seeing that his pressure has been elevated. She cannot find any other options. Again, he's allergic to everything. They can't do an epidural block because he's having surgery tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like... She's now understanding that he's not just like no, this really was the only option. Maybe, I f- yeah, that was the option that works for him that they know. So yes. it's like, why why would you try yeah. something else if right, you know? Right. Yeah. Um. So elevator surgery. Um. Alex is like in kind of in disbelief. He's like super shaken about not passing his boards, but no one else knows. Yeah. He's he's lost a lot of confidence in himself <sighs> and, and his ability to do medicine. Um, Burke is, like, handing the scalpel and the scissors through the door. Like, someone's going to have to 
He says, take these. And Alex stares. Yeah, he, he hands says, it to Alex. Correct. Take the scalpel. And Alex just stares. And George is like, Alex, come on. Alex. Yeah. And then he, George just <sighs> decides to grab it himself and has Alex do the ventilation. Yeah. And Burke starts talking him through. The cracking of the chest. Yeah. And Burke has to like weirdly slip his hand out of the door like a magic trick. Because <laughs> it's such a small opening that you can't like fit your hand back normal. He has yeah. to like turn it to the side and like slip it out really weird. Well, you know, he likes to do like weird <laughs> stuff with his hands. He does. Um, yeah. And then Alex also has to hold a flashlight. Um, and it has to be a big cut, big enough to get both hands in. And George is about to do it. And then Burke is like, but don't cut into the longer the heart. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah, to mention. Yeah, don't kill him. But and he's um, like, well, how do I know? It, and he's like, you just have to be sure. Yeah. It's. But the the hang time where Alex can't grab it is like, come on, like you just yeah. want him to do it, and he can't do it, and because um, normally he would be the one. He'd be the pushing shark. through. Yeah, trying to grab that before anyone else, but. Um, he's really shaken and he, he does kind of shaken. like when he resigns to the fact that he's not going to do it, he kind of just like looks down and kind of like does a little frown like, well, okay. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's broken. Yeah. Um, and we're in Anna's room and, uh, Derek's like the shaman's late. Everybody's and waiting. <laughs> Mr. Chu says my shaman's never late. It's like the queen. The queen is never so late. Cool. Everybody else is simply early. <laughs> um, and then we're back at the elevator, and Izzy is loudly saying, "George, George doesn't really have steady hands." Oh. It's kind of like she feels like they're in the the observation room, you know? Yeah. Oh, poor George. He doesn't really have the steadiest hands. Haley's <laughs> <laughs> like, he can hear you. <laughs> She's like, oh. we don't. We don't have that glass in between us nope. like usual. And the fire department is there. They can get the door open. And Burke says, no, nobody moves. Yeah. Open chest, very nervous intern. Like, yeah, they've already opened him up. So they, if they move him now, there's going to be issues. Yeah. yeah. And um, he didn't cut the heart of the lungs. Um, he needs... He knows exactly what he's going to need. Yeah, he um, lists off what he decides he needs once he gets in there and figures it out. And he's yeah. he's figuring it out. George is taking control. Burke is so proud. Burke is so proud. That's he's great. like, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. you need it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> His man. I'm going to. Burke's let her. guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let her outside. Yeah. She's. Okay, so, so we're back with Christina and Mr. Lamont, poor um, guy. <laughs> yeah, she is like, don't ever tell anyone that I did this for you. But, and she sits down on the bed next, like the, not his bed, but the other bed in the room. She actually tells him, I will kill you and sell your body parts for cash. <laughs> but yeah, don't tell. <laughs> yeah, don't tell anyone. Um, and she starts in on a story. That she is making up off the top of her head about three naughty nurses. Um, which it's really repetitive. She's not a very good storyteller. No, but doesn't the story sound kind of familiar? Sounds foreshadowing. This is actual foreshadowing. This is actual talks foreshadowing. About three nurses taking a shower together and a doctor walks in. Yep. Which if you've seen Grey's Anatomy before. That might mean something That might to mean you. something to you, but we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. She's like, as somebody 
who's read erotic stuff before, yeah. I was like, oh, this is a bad story. This is a bad story. <laughs> I wish she could have found a book to read from. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but what? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, but like a porn isn't going to have necessarily the best storyline either. Like, you're thinking erotic novel aimed at women. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah. There are like erotic like stories, you know. Yeah, yes. it's more like that. It's less. Um, obviously, I, there's no visual components. Right. So, yeah. I think it's it's more on the. She's trying to like describe what would be on the TV, basically. Yeah, kind of what he had already been watching. Um, <laughs> she's going and with then the she, naughty nurses. Theme. Yeah, <laughs> and then she starts to get into it though. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she starts getting more into it. Yeah, she um, finds a groove eventually. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, this is kind of fun, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Izzy is checking back in with Verna because she has looked through her re- records. And she's like, did you know you've been here the same day every year for the last, like, seven years? Which is uh, crazy. Yeah. And also, how could you not realize that? Her husband hadn't realized it either. Yeah. That it was like, the same exact day every oh, year. I know I've had some scares, but... And she says that this day has no personal significance to her. No. Her husband's in the room. They're playing cards. Yeah. Um, she can't remember what she was doing the first year. Verna, and, Verna plays it pretty cool, too. Like, you can kind of tell that there's something, but it's not obvious. Like, some, some we're like, performances. You're like, yeah. Uh. Yeah. And, um, she's believable. She's she's like, oh, I can't remember what was happening that first year. And yeah, uh, and he he remembers. He's yeah. like, no, we were in the yard because our neighbor had died. Um, their neighbor Ted. Um, she remembers his name because he's like our, our neighbor, neighbor. Do you remember? Yeah. She's like Ted. Yeah. yeah he had and an aneurysm. Like died really suddenly. Yeah, very sudden death, and they were watching him taken away by the funeral home. And that's when she had her first attack. And Izzy's kind of pushing, oh, are you close to Ted? And then she's like, no, no. Barely knew him. And then she kind of catches Izzy's eye. Yeah. She's got like this very tired, sad look yeah. on her face. Oh. Yeah. Verna. Oh, Verna. Um, so Burke is coaching uh, George through surgery. Yes. George is working on Pete. He um, is figuring out what's what with his fingers. And yep. he finds the aorta. And he's very excited about that. Um, <laughs> like, I'm touching, I'm touching the aorta. Well, and it's really not great lighting. It's just the flashlight from Alex. So it's like, right. if it was a, in a real surgical suite, maybe he would be able to... S- They'd have some sort of ultrasound or yeah, something where they would be able to see imaging, better. Yeah. Um, impressive. And it's not like this is George's thing either. Like, no. this is more Christina's thing. This is the cardio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really impressive that Burke can talk it out like that. I mean, yeah. he is in a teaching hospital. But he knows the heart well enough. To yeah. not be able to see it and, like, be yeah. able to explain it in a way to a relatively new intern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, this is what it feels like. Um, yeah. And then George finds the hole. Uh, he feels where there's a hole. And Burke tells him to plug it with his finger. And then it starts to make the heart beat better. Yeah, Alex is, like, wiping sweat from his brow, and then it's like, okay, now what? That's it? And Burke rolls over. He'd been on his belly, like, talking yeah, into the like elevator. Yeah, he's, like, stretching out. He rolls back on his back and says, okay, stand there with your hand on the heart until yeah. the firemen get you out. O'Malley, you just flew solo. Yeah. He says, O'Malley? And then he glances at Alex. 
Oh, yeah. Because he just flew yeah. solo. Because Alex fucking dropped the ball, uh, dude. Alex could have... He could have done it, and he didn't. He could have had it all. He could have had it all. Rolling in the deep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, good for George, right? Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That it. It redeemed him from his earlier 007 oh, days. Honey. His issues. Which I like that the patient um, is a rookie, and his mistakes almost got him killed. You know, yeah. it's a very nice like parallel yeah. and redemption for George. Yeah. Yeah, because then that says Pete, you can redeem yourself someday too. You can too. You can bud. do it. Yeah. Um, and then we see a helicopter arrive, which means the shaman's here. Ta-da, shaman. <laughs> uh, Anna won't be medicated right. during the healing ritual. Um, they can't find her soul if she's medicated. Right. And so Meredith's kind of like, well, you believe this too. Like it, you, it's not just for your dad. Like you do believe this. And Anna's kind of like, yeah, you'll, when, when the moment, when the soul comes back in, you'll know, you'll see. Yeah. Anna invites her to watch, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. And, the shaman and a bunch of other people come in um, in a very traditional dress. Yes, the shaman the is has a big mustache, too. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I wrote. Mustache man in traditional garb comes yeah. in. Like, that it's must be the shaman. Very prominent. <laughs> um, so then we're with Christina. She's laying on her back. Um, she's talking through with the porn, all dramatic and emphatic. Yeah, she has, like, names for all the characters now. I don't like, know Bianca. Yeah. That then, was one of them. Oh, and Bianca is saying, you know, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's really into it now. She's having fun. Um, and Bailey walks by and is like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but Henry's really calm now. He he's is. he's not in pain. He's nope. just kind of laying there listening. Yep. And Christina just kind of sh- shrugs at Bailey like, "Look, he's right. He's feeling good." So, yeah. ba- Bailey walks away. <laughs> yeah. And yep, she she continues on um but then the power comes back on. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> now I don't have to figure out what Bianca's going to say next. <laughs> yeah. Um and then we see Anna's healing ritual. Um, Derek is kind of wondering how long it will take. Um, yeah, there's like fire. Like he's got like a, I don't know, sage or something some with fire. Kind of something on fire. Which seems like something they would have had to get Say special no to or permission for. Yeah. There must not be oxygen hookups in that room. Maybe. It's or a they, pretty yeah. big open flame. Yes, like, it is. It's like a mini torch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Izzy is like platinum blonde right now, leaning down into the elevator. Did you notice how white her hair was? No, I didn't. It's like super blonde in wow. this scene. Um, she must have gotten her roots done or something. Yeah. In between. Because she's had some pretty bad roots. In yeah. The past episodes. She leans down and is like, way to go, George. And he goes, I have my finger in a heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Alex looks sad. Yeah. She kind of glances at Alex and he, yeah, he looks lame like yeah. he just looks like he's not feeling good about yeah. himself yeah um richard is walking by ellis's room and he looks in at her and they smile at each other oh, yeah. so sweet um and now izzy and verna are alone and izzy's kind of talking through it like every year on the day that ted died you get this rush of adrenaline mm-hmm. caused by stress and this is what's happening like why like, it's obvious that it has something to do with Ted. Yeah, stress cardiomyopathy. Yeah. And she says, well, can you tell me what that is? And Izzy says, it's Ted. <laughs> it's Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so Verna kind of lets her in. He, she lets her know that 
Ted was her soulmate. He lived next door for 27 years. They were soulmates. They loved each other. She loved him. He loved her. Yeah. They never could really do anything about it. Um, And then one day he just died. Yeah. Really suddenly no closure. And um, yeah, no closure and just the grief from that every year. Yeah. And she says, you know, your heart stops because you're grieving for Ted. And Izzy is so dramatic when she when Verna's like, well, how do we treat it? She's like, I wish I knew. <laughs> like, as though Izzy is... As if Izzy's situation with Alex... One disappointing date. Anywhere near the same sort Is the of same as loving your neighbor secretly for 27 years. Oh. Exact same. <laughs> Yeah, it's maybe she's my like, grief is the same as yours. Mega empathetic, but it yeah, really she seems is mega like empathetic. She's but it is talking silly. about herself too. Like, yeah. I wish I knew. That's <laughs> stupid. Uh, um. So then we see a bunch of cops and officials shaking George's bunch of police. Hand. Yeah, he looks very proud. Thanking George, congratulating him. Yeah, so proud. Alex walks by looking super bummed. Yeah. He's all dejected and drops a chart yeah. off. Uh, then we could see, have been me. Could have been a contender. But I dropped the ball. Um, Anna's healing ritual. Derek and Meredith are watching it together. Yeah, they're watching. Um, it's still going on. Yeah. Uh, Richard goes into Ellis's room mm-hmm. and says that she she tells him I'm leaving Thatch. Like I'm yep. I'm gonna do it. Um, and he's like, No, remember you did. You did leave him, but I couldn't leave Adele. Yeah, he's kind of telling us what we sort of already know. We already know some of these things, yeah. but he's putting more pieces together. He and, asks if she remembers. And then she kind of has like a lucid moment. Yeah. Like she is like, oh, yeah, like painted horses. Yep, painted horses. And he says, yes, we were on the carousel at the park. It was raining. Yeah. Um, And then she had a she was going to go to boston general or something yeah that, yeah like she got a i wasn't sure about that so she had that house in seattle that meredith lives in now mm-hmm. so i think they just own they still owned that house maybe or it was a house that she bought when they came back oh maybe. sure sure Because i think she does they did come back it this when they went to boston was when meredith was very young gotcha. like it was she was a young child Okay. Because um, we see more flashbacks and stuff yeah. later on, and we learn more about that time and how awful it was. Oh. Um, yeah, and I don't really remember that. So I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out, like, did she stay there in that house with Thatch, like Meredith, or did they all I don't go think so. Okay. I think so maybe, maybe this was their house later. after. Okay. Yes, like when they came back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they did – she did go to Boston. Um and then they were going to keep this all a secret. They were never going to talk about it again, yes. her and Richard. Yeah. Um, and then she kind of is, like, asking if he wants to know a little secret about her. I don't really know how she brings it up, but. She's kind of like, you want to know something? And it's like, carousels always give me the creeps. Yeah. <laughs> carousels give me the creeps. Which is, like, oh. maybe that was true before. Maybe it's a holdover from this experience that she can't quite say why, but she doesn't like them. Can't quite put her finger on. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's one of those things where it's just that connection is in her brain. Yeah. 
that there's an, an episode of Bob's Burgers where there's a bad carousel they're trying to take down, and Tina's trying to save <laughs> Mr. it. Mr. Goiter. There's a Mr. Goiter. There's a Henry Human Feet, which is a There's Mr. Down There Hair. <laughs> but those are painted horses that aren't so pretty. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> Yeah. So now Christina is talking to Henry's wife. Um, and she's just like, how do you put up with this? Like, for real, constant. 24 hours a day of porn. Yeah, because he's constantly in pain. Yeah. Like, he needs it. Yeah. I mean, um, he, will, he won't be anymore. Like, he'll be able to have that uh, constant pump. That's what the whole mm-hmm. uh, surgery is for. But up until Which this good. point, she's put up with it. <laughs> yeah. And Christina says, you know, it's misogynistic and degrading and... And she she's like, well, like, I'm thankful for it because porn takes away his pain. Yeah. And Henry, well, he takes away my pain. Oh, it's cheesy as fuck. So cheesy. I do not like it. It's no. really lame. I know. Don't yeah. have a person be the... Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like, like it either. There's that's... a lot of things in this episode that are kind of like, eh. Who that wrote... you're supposed to like, be like, this? wow, that's so romantic. And really, I'm like, that's dumb. Like, that's... <laughs> I wish I knew. He <laughs> takes my pain away. Um, um, we're back at the ritual. Yeah, they had to show it a bunch of times because the dad said it was going to take a long time, so yeah. they have to keep flashing and be- back. And because Derek was like, how long is this going to take? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, and Anna, like, turns her head at this point, and she makes eye contact with Meredith, and she nods. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's the his, moment yep. when the soul, her soul, was uh, mm-hmm. reunited with her body. Um, and then they're in surgery with Anna, mm-hmm. and Addison is in the observation deck. She tracked him down. She's looking down and smiling at Derek. And Meredith stares up at her. Meredith sees that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think something clicks in Meredith's head at that point. <sighs> yeah. Because uh, then we are scrubbing out. We are in the scrub room. Someone leaves, and then Meredith and Derek are alone. And I wrote this all down. Did you write it down? You go for it, babe. Okay. So Meredith comes up to him and says, I lied. I'm not out of this relationship. <laughs> Should I do all the deep breaths? I'm in. I'm so in it's humiliating because here I am begging. And then he says, Meredith. And she says, shut up. Uh, you say Meredith and I yell, remember? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And she says, okay, here it is. And then she starts to cry. And we all start to cry also. <laughs> And um, your choice, it's simple. Her or me. And I'm sure she's really great. But Derek, I love you. Uh, In a really, really big, pretend to like your taste in music. (laughs) Let you eat the last piece of cheesecake. Hold a radio over my head outside your window. Unfortunate way that makes me hate you. Love you. So pick me. Choose Choose me. me. Love Love me. me. And... She, uh, that's that moment that we... That's her plea. Yeah. The pick me, choose me, love me thing is something that sticks with you through years and years of Grey's watching. I guarantee you've seen that screenshot before. If you follow oh, any... Like a, any meme or, like, any sort of, any yeah. Any Grey's fan page has that yeah. piece isolated. Like, 
yeah, that's what she wants. And she's being honest and vulnerable and like, yeah, sort of for the first time, like she's really laying it on the line. Yeah. Really telling him how she feels like she's going to let him eat that last piece of cheesecake. Um, That is something my (laughs) husband would understand. He's like, oh, you do love me. Um, So she's going to be at Joe's. And if you decide to sign, meet me there. Mm -hmm. And he smiles at her. She's talking and and leaving and then he looks really stressed out yeah <laughs> like okay now i have to decide <laughs> because either i like it because either way you make a decision yep there's no neutral yep. if you don't go that's a choice and if you go that's a choice mm-hmm. and there's no like middle ground right you're either gonna pick it or not pick it yeah yep um so Meredith and Richard are watching Ellis get into a wheelchair with help from an aide. Mm-hmm. And she looks very cold and distant. She doesn't look at Richard as he wishes her goodbye. Yeah. And, and she, Meredith kind of leans down and she tells her he doesn't love her. He can't. Uh, but he'll stay with her anyway because she's his wife. And it's like this parallel to what is happening. It's really fucking well written. It's yeah. creepy. That's a really good part because That's, it's like yeah. it's very true to her situation. In, and it's in true her, about Richard. In her mind like 21 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it's Meredith's current situation also. And then Meredith, So we know what's going to happen. Goes, <laughs> Mom? Mommy? Mommy. Yeah. She like realizes Ellis is some kind of lucid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Ellis kind of like clears up for a second yeah and like look, makes eye contact she's like meredith you grew up it's and a shame oh. it's awful being a grown-up but the carousel never stops turning you can't get off oh. it goes from like really bright to like super dark like super instantly. dark like oh all right ellis the carousel <laughs> never stops turning you can't get off and we do later on kind of learn more about their time in boston and the headspace that um mm-hmm that Ellis was in at that time where she had at least one suicide attempt yeah. that Meredith had to deal with. Um, um so we kind of see that like that's that's where her head was at then right. and you know and even while now she's reliving this time where re- yeah. she realizes yeah it's sad. Um and it's also super clear like it's her mom, she loves her and we know Alice was not the best mom, mm-hmm. and she was a mom with mental health issues, which are not, um, like, they don't have to go together. No, um, no. And, but both of those things are true about Ellis, yeah. and it's, like, sad. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a very sad thing all around. Yeah. And now we're at Joe's, and Meredith is waiting. Drinking tequila. She's getting her tequila shots, uh... Every time the door jingles, she whips her head around. Joe thinks that he's sh- going to show up. Yeah. Joe's enjoying this. Like, he's it's like his TV. <laughs> yeah, totally it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, it's George who actually comes in, but uh, yeah. it's good anyway. Like, like hi, George. Yeah. But it's not who I was waiting for, but right. okay. Uh-huh. And then we see Derek. He's not coming to Joe's. He's sitting in the waiting room. <laughs> yeah. Looking real sad. Two fingers on his temple like he's mm. really thinking. 
thinking real hard, and then Bailey saunters up in her <laughs> silky halter dress. It's like teal and silver flowers. Yeah, like a blue brocade on it. Yeah, she's got a big brooch. She's got heels. She's got a fancy shawl. She's looking a little handbag, sparkly earrings. So glam. Her that's her personal style, as we've found so out through many glam, many uh, glimpses outside of the walls of the hospital. Her she's glam. Hair is kind of flat iron. She's got red lipstick on. She walks in and you're supposed to like oogle a little bit. Ooh, And yeah. I just wrote, Bailey, holy shit. Like, she looks, <laughs> she like the bank. went for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's talking to Derek. Um, and someone knocks on the window because they're very near the window and that's enough. And we don't see this person because they haven't cast him yet. Yeah. And <laughs> she says, oh, I gotta go. And fucking Derek says, Look at you. You look like a girl. <laughs> Fuck you. Come on, Derek. She Hey, first of all, don't call grown-ups a girl. Yeah. Like gross. And also, oh, a woman in scrubs doesn't look like a woman? No. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you, right. Derek. Oh, makes me so mad. You look like a girl. <sighs> yeah, and we find out something else about Bailey that um she's married. Yeah. And it's a- she's actually been married for 10 years that yeah. day. Like sh- it's her 10th anniversary. That's where she's going. Yeah. On a fancy girl. date. Um and he didn't know cuz he didn't ask yeah. if she was He's married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like why would she tell him? She keeps things profesh. Yeah. And she says, "Oh, you didn't you haven't signed him, have you?" Yeah. Talking about those the divorce papers yet. <laughs> Derek is like half joking. Asks, <laughs> tell want, me what to do. Yeah, he wants Bailey to tell him what to do. Why is this so hard? Which I mean, wouldn't life be so much simpler if Bailey just told us all what to do? Oh my god, I would have my shit so together, right? Yeah. Um, and he's he kind of laughs about it, and he's like, "Oh, why is it so hard?" And she says, "It's not hard. It's painful. Yeah, but not hard. Right? Like you already know what to do. Yeah, if you." Like, yeah. yeah. If you didn't, then it wouldn't be... It wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah. So Bailey uh, exits for her date. And then we see um, Bailey and her husband, who we don't really see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because they haven't cast him yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kissing through the window, and Derek kind of smiles sadly at them, like, oh. Yeah. Um, and Christina enters the on-call room of her and Burke. Yes, their their favorite on-call room. It's and Burke, Burke or Burke's favorite. I don't know. Their, yeah. their sex palace. Um, Burke was asleep and the door slamming wakes him up and Christina just launches in. Yeah. And Burke is like wiping drool from his face. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's going on? Christina uh, starts talking about herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work too much. I'm competitive. I'm always right. I snore. And Burke stops her and says, what? And she goes, I'm trying here. And Burke goes, oh. Oh! Yeah. So? <laughs> it's yeah. really cute. He's like. He gets it. Like, she's she's saying, yeah, okay, I'm in. I'm trying here. Um. Like, I'm, yeah. And he just needs a second. Yeah. And then. <laughs> They're going to be a couple. He says, oh, oh, so? And she goes, okay, we're a couple. Whatever. Don't make a big deal. <laughs> Her. And she starts to like walk out and then she runs back and kisses him. But yeah. It's just so funny. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Don't make a big deal Don't about it. Don't be a girl about it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just. And 
then she smiles and leaves and shuts the light off. And, yeah. Um, I do like that she shuts the light off. That shows some consideration. That's is. nice. Yeah, she, like, busts she, like, in. Busts in. But I think it's like, okay, I finally fucking have the courage to do this. Yeah. I have to do it right yep. now. Yep. And then she, yeah, she tells him <laughs> some, like, kind of semi-vulnerable stuff. You yeah. Know, she's talking about her flaws or what she perceives as her flaws. Yeah. And then I just love, he's like fucking dead asleep. He's like, what is going on? And then he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Yeah. And I like how she, he's on the top bunk. So she like cl- kind of like Climbs hoists up, up yeah. to kiss him and then like jumps back down. It's yeah. really cute. Yeah. Very sweet. Yeah. That's a nice moment. Yeah. Um, Derek is still in the waiting room looking like a sad sack. Yep. Uh, Meredith is in the bar, also looking like a sad sack. But her friends are there with her, so... And Not Tonight by Tegan and Sarah is playing. Ah, yes. Um... Izzy has, like, a pink cowl neck sweater on. Yes. She loves her pink sweaters. Oh, my God. So many pink Girl sweaters. loves her pink. Um, George has, like, a yellow t-shirt with a gray long sleeve underneath, which mm-hmm. is a look he rocks quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um... It's it, a very, like, mid-2000s look, too. For, for sure. For dudes. For the dudes. Also, um... The, like, spaghetti strap tank top with a long sleeve underneath was, uh-huh. like... Um, that was a thing, too, yeah. What's... Um, Emma Roberts, she had a show that was, like, unfamous or... Yeah, I don't think I ever saw it, but I... Yeah. She wore a lot yep. of that. Um, yeah. So the bell on the door is jingling. You know, everybody pauses, looks over. He's not coming, Meredith says. Is and he then, coming? Like, they, they're all kind of... Musing about that, the girls kind of, or the women, kind of think like, no, he's not coming. And then George says, he's definitely coming. And then gets kicked under the bar. Yeah, he he doesn't want her to get drunk. Super drunk. Because he'll be the one who has to clean up the vomit. Yeah. And then he's like... (laughs) Besides, I touched a heart today, porny. <laughs> yeah, he's he's feeling good about himself. He's in a good mood. Just, so he's like, he's upbeat about it. Because what did uh, Christina call him? Like, Sif boy? Yeah. And so yeah. Then he gets to call he's her porny. relishing on the, <laughs> the weird nickname. Uh, door jingle, not Derek. Meredith orders another one. <laughs> yep, another shot of tequila. 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 And then we get a time lapse of Derek sitting. Uh, so, still sad. Drama. He's so sad. It's, he's been there forever. Oh, my God. It's so um, sad. Because he has made his decision. He's just not super happy about it. Right. And uh, Addison walks up saying, you know, I was looking for you everywhere. And uh, are you going to sign them or not? Yeah. And then, like, are you going to sign those papers? Dun, dun, dun. Screen goes dark. We get the voiceover of you can't outrun the pain. Meredith looking real defeated as she takes her shot and she's like throwing peanut shells. She has four glasses in front of her. So she's had at least four tequila shots. That's a lot of shots. Holy shit. That's a lot. It's, I can't even do one tequila shot. Like I did not. I mean, I could do one, but I'm not going to do one with a bunch of other things. (laughs) I like, I don't, I don't very long period in my life where I did tequila shots. It was, like, mm-hmm. for two years. Mm-hmm. I w- that was, like, on the menu ah. as, like, a possibility, and it's already off. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Something that you get sick of. When I did them so infrequently, you know, it's not like I was doing them all the time, but yeah. I just, like, won't even entertain the idea now. I mean, I can't chug cheap vodka out of the bottle anymore, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, and to that's be fair, a, that's off the table for me. You don't drink any kind of beer, so yeah, like that's not no. an option for you in a bar. So no. it's either mixed drinks or yeah. you know wine I, or. And whatever. I don't really like shots either. Like I'm not. That's no. not my thing. No, it's not my thing either. I would like why? Why sip bother? And enjoy a drink. Like, yeah. Yeah. My goal is not to get drunk if I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Like to just slam it. There's like no. no enjoyment. There's no relishing in the flavors. It's just to get fucked right. up. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's not for me. Uh, but, anyway, you know, tequila, tequila is Meredith's thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or kids don't drink, and that's the responsible. <laughs> yeah, people under 21 don't. Yeah, just don't. It's Listen, it will always be there. Like, I had friends at work who turned 21. They're like, I can't wait to go to every bar. And I'm like, dude, there aren't that many bars. Take it slow. And you get so bored of it so fast. Yeah. Like, don't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just Just don't. You know. You'll be able to your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good look. But also, had I been drinking, you know, when I was turned 21, like, I don't think I would have listened to anybody's advice about that. True. So, yeah, one of those things. You know, yeah. those like, what would you tell your younger self? I'm like, I don't know that I would have fucking listened. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, would you even listen to your future self? I don't know. God, I hope so. If she walked in the door and was like, hey, it'd be really nice if you, I'd be like, oh, okay. Hey, thank future you, self, you're old. So yeah. You don't understand me. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it for uh, episode five, unless you have anything else. No, I did want to mention that um, Michelle Williams got married. Yay, um, Michelle Williams! Which I sent you that article yesterday, yeah. but I just want to, because we've talked about Busy and Michelle on the podcast before yeah. and how we love them. Oh my God. So very much. So happy um, for her. So happy, and it's such a sweet, like, little story. Did you read the little yeah. article? Like, he is a musician. He and also he, lost his spouse. He also lost his spouse. He also has a child from the previous relationship. Yeah. And so there's two widowers that are getting together with children, and yeah. they love each other. And-, and I love that they did it privately. Like, to me, that says something about, like, this isn't for – the media it's for us yeah well and a lot of her life is pretty private i I feel like uh, yeah you know we only really see glimpses of it through busy instagram (laughs) (laughs) bff busy um her book is coming out relatively soon right no yeah it is i know it's up for pre-order i think right now i pre-ordered a uh hank green's book that's coming out in september Mm. okay looking forward to that cool i usually don't do that but i did this time it feels like a grown-up thing to do. Right? Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, congratulations, Michelle Williams, who we know is a big fan of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Come come on anytime. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, right. Just totally joking. <laughs> she doesn't give two fucks. Um, but seriously, that well wishes. Yeah. yeah. We're very excited for you. Yeah. We're very happy for you. <laughs> um, um, also, yeah. did we talk about how Sarah Hagen... Um, we talked about how she commented. Yes. So Esther Devo Millie. Yeah. Um, Sarah Hagen commented on a post that we tagged her in. Yeah. But um, also I've been following her and she is pregnant. She's. Yeah. So that's also a congratulations. She's going to have a baby. A baby. Do you have a baby? Do you have a 
Bebe? <laughs> you guys watch Drunk History. That's oh, really no. Good I have one. one more present for you that I didn't bring. I forgot that I even had it. Shoot. Oh, my God. Is it a baby? Did you bring me an Italian baby? <laughs> no. It's, it was a postcard, like a French postcard. Oh, nice. That had a bunch of babies on it. But, ah! it, but they had a section. Like, I, we stumbled on this uh, little flea market of yeah. books and ephemera. And... Um, my they, God, that was the one. fanciest word I've ever heard. <laughs> so they, there was one little booth that had a whole bunch of um, postcards, like old antique postcards, yeah. some with writing and some not. And mm. there was one section, like they had them, he had them by um, like places. So there was okay. the different like European places and stuff. And so we grabbed a few from the different Places that we had been to. Yeah. And then there was also a section that was bibbis. Bibbis. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get one for Bethany. A so I got you one. Section. So I have to go find it. Oh my it. God, thank you. A bibbe. A bibbe. Postcard. Oh my um, God. <laughs> if you're like, well, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Which is very possible. Um, Paget Brewster was on Drunk History. Yeah. We love Drunk History very much also. Like, oh, my God. And Drunk Mysteries, which yes. is what Jordan Hartstark was on. Yes. Um, well, she was also on Drunk History, wasn't she? She with, did it with, with somebody. Allie. Yeah. Um, but, yes. So, if you ever need to learn history, Drunk History is a great way to do that. Dude, they talk about some, like, <laughs> minor characters of history that, like, never got oh, covered Oh, yeah. In Lots school. of stories that you wouldn't have heard, and it's told in an amusing way. And yeah. it's very interesting and, you know, heartfelt and fun. And there's Patrick Brewster's on there talking about – is that her name? Is yeah. Is that her thing? Yeah. Um, talking to the host, and he says something about being a dad, and she's like – He makes a joke about – like she's like, oh, you don't have kids or something. Like you're, or you're not a dad. Or if you were a dad, and he, he's like, well, maybe I am. And yeah, she's, she gets very serious. Do you have a baby? Do you have a baby? Baby. It's really good. It's great. The the uh, <laughs> like subtitles say B E B E. Yeah. So baby. Um, I was looking for that in my text with Katie a while back, and I realized that we have over. 700 uh, <laughs> photos that we've sent to one another. <laughs> photos and gifts. In text messages. So yeah. that's a thing. Um, so I don't it might know. be hard to find that. Yeah. But just so you guys know, that's a thing out there <laughs> in the universe. That's an Drunk history is a thing. Bebe is a thing. Bebe's. Yeah. Um, postcards. Um, yeah. I. Very often when I am on vacation, just take pictures of things mm-hmm. instead of buying them for people because things are expensive. <laughs> and so <laughs> when I was uh, in Madison, I took a bunch of pictures of things that I would have loved to have bought for Katie if I had a million dollars. <laughs> and one of them was this book um, on the geriatric starlet Iris. Iris. Iris Apfel, because I love her very much. Yeah. She's all my goals. Musings of a Geriatric Starlet, which is yes. just a great title to a book. Like It is. She's still going strong. She's doing great. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. How old is she? Gosh. She's pretty old. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I assume she's approaching 90s if she's not in her 90s. Um, it's a race. <laughs> her uh, uh, documentary was really good. 96. Wow! Dang, girl! But she, like, she has collected and amassed this collection of amazing clothing and Mm -hmm. 
uh, like accessories and stuff over the years, and she just has crazy cool style. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she seems like a cool lady. I don't know as much about her as you do, but. She watched the documentary, Iris. Iris. I think it's, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but. Nice. She's amazing. Um, let's talk about where the people can find us. So you can find us on Instagram at Shades of Grey's Pod. You can shoot us an email, shadesofgrayspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find us on iTunes if you're yep. listening on there or not listening on there currently. And then you can also find us on Anchor FM. Which is our hosting site. Um, yep. Pretty much any podcast app you can get to us from there. Yes. Um, we are working to be on Spotify, but they had a bunch of podcast requests so they, like, wanted to sort through them a little bit, you know, not just, like, let anything out there. Right. So we kind of got caught in that um, tidal wave of... The wave of pod. Which is great. Yes. Like, I'm it's so glad there's wave. lots of pods, so... Yeah. Um, and... Love those pods. Yeah. Pro-pod. Very. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we have a podcast, a tattoo about a podcast. Yes. So yeah. it's not a pro-podcast tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> But it is. It's, yeah, of a podcast. We love podcasts. Yeah. Obviously. We're making one. Obviously. You're listening to us on one currently. Oh, my God. That's like Inception. Um, (laughs) Is that what the movie's about? I don't. (laughs) I saw Inception. Or maybe I just dreamed I did. Uh, (laughs) Michael Scott said that. It's really incalculable. Um, I I watched a few. Well, they only had like three episodes, but on the plane, on the way back, I watched some Office episodes. Because I'd run out of the movies that I wanted to watch on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like those plane movies. Mm -hmm. I actually prefer to watch them in between the seats, the one ahead of me. I was I was pretty fascinated with there was one lady who was watching some sort of like medical like uh, drama not drama but like real life medical show where it was this um, ballet dancer and then she was getting like a hip replacement or something at one point Oof. like it was very interesting I was like I didn't see that on my thing you know, I would have liked that yeah <laughs> oh dang so I don't know maybe it was. In a different section or something. Yeah, if you no know idea. what that is, email us. Yeah. <laughs> it was very interesting. That's cool. what I was watching when I should have been watching whatever was on my screen. Yeah, I don't know. They don't care. Whatever. What, it's not going to hurt them. It's like you're taking up their screen. No. Like. No. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, all right. Well, we will catch you for episode six. Yes. Which we will be recording shortly. <laughs> Just a minute. Yeah. We're on the like double pod recording thing yeah. right now. Not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Until we get like well ahead and we can yeah. chill. That'd be nice. Yeah. We'll get there. Maybe. Um, enjoy the pod. Uh, and we love you guys. And we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye. bye.